0: Hey, what's going on? This is your host, Steve V of Tags Podcast and Tags Live, letting you know that you can continue to get extra special sexy content by joining our Tags VIP community over at our Patreon site, this is the site, patreon.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex, where you can get extra special sexy content like our weekly Tags After Show. This is an extra podcast that comes out every week at the end of the week to culminate the week's hot gay sex topics that I talk with with my co-host you can also get our dark and dirty show, which comes out twice a month, which goes darker and dirtier and some behind the scenes content. Plus if you stick around a while, you can get some swag like our tags, t-shirts, bags, stickers, and so much more. You'll be supporting the show tags podcast, which really continues the quality that you've come to learn and like. Always take our poll over there, our weekly poll for free. But again, consider being a part of our Tags VIP community. Go to patreon.com forward slash about gay sex. What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. This is episode two hundred and forty-five. I am your host, Steve V. Rodriguez, alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing? Good. How are you? Really good on this Monday. Really good, actually. Happy, happy. Had a good weekend. First day of spring. Is it the first?
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Is it? is it i Germany? think so
1: i someone sent me an email from work that said first day of spring but maybe it's not i'll take it but i think <laughs> it might be a few more weeks but I think it's I'll, a few we'll,
0: more weeks i think it yeah lincoln lincoln how you doing i'm doing okay you know it's funny
2: today i've tried to have a classic new york day pretending there's no pandemic pretending there you know what i mean and I kind of yeah. hit a lot of walls, but it's okay. I still had a good day.
0: <laughs> good, good. Um, you know, one of our, li- this, you'll be happy to listeners that, to know we're not talking about, other than what Lincoln just stated. Um, we're not talking about the pandemic today. I mean, if it yeah. comes up naturally, it it comes up, but... You know, I was explaining to this listener that I get it, um, but it is a reality of our gay sexuality, unfortunately. But yeah, no, this show doesn't have any of that in there, but that's okay either way. And last night was the Golden Globes. Now, Jeremy, you you're, are you not a big award fan or I'm award not, show? Or? I like
1: the red carpet, really, and then I'm, uh, I like to look at the list, but... I don't really like to sit around and wait for the announcements, to be honest. Yeah, it can be a little dragging out. And
0: this year in particular, you would have really probably hated it because it was all done Zoom. And although I quite enjoyed it in a lot of different ways, and there were some fashion moments. And I know you know, Jeremy, because you and I were exchanging some of our favorites. On um, People did get dressed up in their homes. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lincoln, we'll get to you in a second because I know you watched it. My highlights—I'm just going to go through them real, real quick. My highlight that relates to this sh- to our show, Teg's Podcast, came from Tracy Morgan, which quoted as saying, "I heard he's, he, quote I heard by April we could reach herd immunity from COVID nineteen. Even better, he says, I heard from my cousin Mike tonight that by May we could reach herd immunity from gonorrhea." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was- so funny so tracy morgan and i thought wow if we could get herd immunity from gonorrhea (laughs) i'll take that too as well as it being spring today i'll take all of it and really quick um i just have to say um andra day i spent my saturday evening watching the united states versus holiday I, uh, I signed up for Hulu just to watch it. I'm, you know, I come from, a, you know, jazz. My father was a musician, uh, not full time, but he played jazz and we grew up with jazz a lot. And I just have always, always loved Billie Holiday. Loved uh, Audra McDonald on Broadway playing her. Friends of ours, of course, love um, um, Lady Sings the Blues. Andra Day conjured up. Billie Holiday in this film. It is you. I think I got a history lesson, though. I did not know she was so civil rights, one of the original civil rights activists before there was even civil rights. And her winning was just icing on the cake for me. Um, what else did I love about it? Uh, Chadwick Boseman, who won, unfortunately, as many of us know, passed away uh, due to cancer, but won... Um, for another movie that I had seen that was really, really good. um, Seeing Jane Fonda honored and her speech on more inclusivity was really good. Regina King's dress was just fierce, in my opinion. Jodie Foster kissing her wife, Alexandra, who I used to... check in when i worked behind the desk in west hollywood california todd tramps i would check in for spinning class alexandra every day which was with somebody yeah todd tramps (laughs) this is the 90s yeah and i would check her in for spinning class and their dog ziggy was adorable so um those are my highlights and i love i enjoyed it what about you lincoln well i really love the john the jane fonda tribute i i just
2: i'm such a fan of hers as an actress and as an activist um I was really happy to see the woman from the Queen's Gamut win.
1: I absolutely yeah. love the Jeremy, Gamut. did you not love that outfit? I was obsessed. Dior. Yeah, she Dior.
2: incredible. Uh. Did you see the Wonder Woman woman, Jeremy?
1: Yes. So she, I didn't know. No, she I didn't pre- see her. So
2: there was a bit of a presentation because some people were in L.A. and some were in New York and they came out. On the at stage, the Rainbow in Room. Their, right at the Rainbow Room, in their outfit, and the woman, the actress from Wonder Woman, actually her shoes were Alexander Bierman, and Peter sent Stunning. them those shoes. <laughs> and they actually came what? from Peter's store on Madison Avenue.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
2: Uh, there's that
0: a Six Degrees. I
2: love that. Yeah, they were, and she looked <laughs> so beautiful. And I just love a celebration of film and TV. I I love yeah. Ted Lasso. I think it's one of the best comedies to watch right now. It's so inspiring and so good. And I'm really happy. That sounds
0: really fun. Yeah. Yeah, It's
2: so optimistic and beautiful and interesting. And I also thought it was really cool that they acknowledged how non-diverse a lot of the nominations were and they were very blunt. Or the people
0: that actually nominate. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly.
2: And you know, there was a lot of hubbub about that when the nominations came out. And, um, they seem to really address it head on throughout the awards. They said at the beginning, the middle, the end, they did not let it go. So it was cool. And I I did miss the people getting a little drunk at the tables and not being able to find the stage when they, you know, get, get an award and, and the schmoozing that goes on, especially the director of Nomadland, who really, um, you know, first one of the first women directors to win a Golden Globe.
0: Yeah, and
2: and that movie was such an interesting slice of life that you really did. Have you guys seen it yet, Nomad? I'm
0: halfway through it. I and haven't. No, it's an interesting movie on Hulu um, with Frances McDormand, who's always great in everything she does. And it took me a minute to kind of get into it, but I'm I'm into it. I'm just plucking my way through it. I'm glad I'm not in the theater because I would I'd be like getting more popcorn and stuff but i am enjoying it.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm one of those dedicated people. When i start something, i have to finish it. I don't leave the theater, i, I don't put things on pause, and it's really bad when i'm into um a series. Cuz if i don't yeah. get like 3 under my belt a night, i feel like i'm going to lose the momentum. Of it, well, I, mean? I did
0: do that with "It's a Sin." I watched all seven episodes in one night. So, um, and truth be told, on that last one that I was talking about, "Nomadland," I watched it after I had watched "Andra Day" and "Oh, that's the US. hard." Yeah, so hard I was chance. already like feeling high. I probably shouldn't have put that on. I should have put on like one of those. Shows we were talking offline about on Netflix that are just like fluffy. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. So, well, okay, good. Yes. And you know, there's a new Gallup poll that came out that uh, talks about LGBT. More U.S. adults identify as LGBT than ever before in a new Gallup poll. Uh, and the findings and the stats are quite interesting. And I was watching a show over the weekend that I record every weekend, Michael Smirconish. I just, I like a lot of the things he puts out there. And interestingly enough, in 2012, there was 3.5% of the U.S. population that identified as LGBTQ or LGBT is what they're calling it. In 2016, it went up to 4.3%. And last year, the 2020 Gallup poll, and by the way, you guys, this has been also compared with federal data. So it's not just the Gallup poll is very prized in their research, but it has also been backed up by federal data. So last year, so we had 3.5 in 2012, 4.1 in 2016. And last year was 5.6 of the US population identify as LGBT. Gen Zers. We don't have any on this show right now. Maybe we should get one. (laughs) And did you guys know that Gen Zers are the age nineteen to twenty-four? Jeremy, you gotta know some Gen Zers, right? Uh I'm sure, yeah. Your brother's a Gen Z. Yeah, my cousins, male yeah. How about your gay cousin? Is he a Gen Zer or is he also like you a millennial?
1: Uh he's a millennial.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Gen Zers, which are 19 to 24, were the highest who identified as lgbt at 15.9 percent nice millennials which is you jeremy are 25 to 40 9.1 percent gen Xer gen xers which is myself and you lincoln 41 to 56 were 3.8 percent who identify as lgbt baby boomers 57 to 75 are two two percent and traditionalists i didn't know that they called it <laughs> I guess they came up with these baby boomers and then anything beyond yeah. that. You're a traditionalist. <laughs> 75 and above are 1.3%. So one in six Gen Zers, according to the data here, identify as LGBT. That's quite remarkable. Um, and a few other things. There's a few other things to consider, but... I don't know, just on these findings, Jeremy, does it surprise you that more Gen Zers, the generation below you, are higher than, say, my generation or even your generation
1: as identifying as, as LGBT? It doesn't, only because we're at a different spot. Uh, I think that generation is growing up in a very different world than uh, yours specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think... The trials and tribulations, a lot of them have been uh, gone through by people's elders, and so I think that also uh, the younger generations have a lot to look up to, and then also just a lot of acceptance in general, yeah. Rather than uh, the generations ahead, totally. so I think that I think also in a school setting that I think slowly but surely. Bullying, and I, I may be wrong, is becoming less than it used to be based off of just being gay in general and being out. I think in a school setting, it's a lot more accepted now, but I, I could be wrong. Well, it, I'm not sure. And interestingly enough, the
0: show that I was watching, the Michael Smircona show, the, the researcher that was breaking down all of these stats for us on the show. After she went through all these stats, he, the interviewer, Michael Smirconish, was asking her a question that she said, well, without my, I don't know, scientific analysis on this, Mm -hmm. she projected and said, now again, this is just what I think. She said, interestingly enough, you think there would be more people um, given the stats Um, But not seeing, she said, there's still work to be done. She said not seeing a decline in bullying in certain schools and in suicide in young people. She feels there's a need for more safe spaces in Mm -hmm. the schools and colleges. And the only thing I would say to that is, you know, the three of us haven't been in a school in so long. So, I mean, I was bullied in some ways with names and such, but it seems like it's gotten worse over the years that's why the trevor project and other organizations have come about over the last several years and i do think for whatever reason there still is work to be done in those i mean lincoln i don't know what are your first thoughts when you hear that say our generation is 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 increased but it's still lower 3.8 percent is generation x as compared to the disease at 15.8 9%. 9%.
2: Well, I think what came, what struck me straight off the bat is we are in our lives. We are in relationships that we had in our 20s and our 30s. We're, you know what I mean, like I think as you get older, you only had life choices that were set for you when you were the, that age between 18 and 25. So it makes sense to me that people in Gen Z, they have a lot of options, and they're just beginning their life choices. Their first boyfriend yeah. could be a girlfriend. Their first girlfriend could be a boyfriend. My didn't. I couldn't have a boyfriend in high school. And if mm-hmm. I did, we weren't certainly going to the prom or going anywhere else. It was all low, you know, on the down low. We wouldn't talk about that. So when gay marriage passed in so many states, or when gay, you know what I mean, all the the mm-hmm. big strides of civil rights are why the numbers are higher for younger people. And I do think as you get into the boomers or the what was the one the traditionalists is that what it was
0: called? Yeah. Well,
2: well, yeah. well, if you're married and you're 65 or 70 and you have three you kids come and you didn't come out, some people I don't know maybe they're maybe they made that choice after their wife died or, you know what I mean? So I think it's a completely different playing level. It's a a different game board.
0: Mm -hmm. It's interesting that when you just brought up that last point, Lincoln, about the traditionalist, because I have a gay friend, dear friend of mine, I think I probably talked about him on this show. He's 85 now, lives in LA, and he... We we just get along famously about so much stuff, but inevitably there's always something that comes up that is to to use this term traditionalist. He doesn't always I'm not sure he's always a hundred percent on board, understands the plight of of trans the transgender community and he is in our lgbt and i'm i often and i can start up a little fight in there but then sometimes i have to i'm like you know what let me save some of this fight for our show or things that i know i can change because he's a to use this he's a traditionalist and
2: Mm -hmm. and in a very real way he doesn't have to I mean, I don't. He doesn't have to, but no I believe in it. And I to the I think transgender it's... community. But I'm, I'm only 51. My mother was 35 years older than me. And when I was trying to come out and be gay, I was considered, you know, you don't want to be, I think it's called a finocchio, which I, I'm very bad at Italian, but it's like men who want to <laughs> be women. And dress a, like a woman. Right. And and walk like around. You know, and... walk around the street with a mustache trying to work a skirt. And it's mm-hmm. like they that mentality, it's kind of like the very remember when Oprah said that very right wing racist mentality Republican is just gonna have to die out. Do you remember when yes. Oprah said that and she got a huge pushback from it? But in a very real way. You're not going to be able to really educate a person full throttle when they're that far into their life. They could come back a lot. And as long as they're not hurting anybody, mm-hmm. who cares? My my, uh, Not to cut anyone's answer off of that, but my question is, they just called it LBGT. They left off for this, Yeah. Right, well, well, now Q has a whole new meaning. So I'm wondering if that's going to affect that. Not for but, nothing.
0: This is a 2020 Gallup study, and do people? I guess perhaps. It, I guess it's another question. I upon just one question. I mean, do people I won't even identify buy a as queer? Because of the Q. This <laughs> would have been a yeah. So this would have been a poll that would have said, "How do you identify? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans?" Um, but oh, a good point, And I have one
2: more. Sorry, if you're also in that boomer or traditionalists you know, category. It's just this is my very humble opinion. You're you could be on grinder or doing blowjobs in a men's room and as gay as Christmas and not have had sex with your wife for over ten years and you have three sets of grandchildren and you are happy living in your closet with your private life. They're not gonna be signing up for a Gallup poll and telling people who they are.
0: No. These are just polls like we all know. Yeah. And- we do them here, and someday we'll ram it up my ass, and it'll be all really good. <laughs> truth or dare? Um, I love that you, truth or dare, truth or dare. <laughs> I love that you said Finocchio's because that's the name of a famous San Francisco. It was bar in the Italian neighborhood of San Francisco, and that recently I think closed sadly. Um, Jeremy, you know one of the things that this person that was on, let me see if I have her name, Karith conron she did a lot of the research that i have been reporting on but it is based off the gallup poll she thought that there's the reason why people are more the the numbers are on the rise for identification is a willingness she said and a com- a willingness comfort and ability to accept because of acceptance of society so there's much more of an openness which you s- clearly Mm -hmm. stated earlier i'm just wondering when you were in school though because it's been so long for me did whether it was at fit or if you can even harken back to high school a were you self-identifying as gay and b did you see anybody that was gay i'm just curious to know and how did were they treated
1: uh so i and i hung out with all of the like artsy, creative kids. And so there were uh, a handful that were gay and then there were some that were curious and then there were girls that were curious and they hung out in our kind of like just group of friends. And we sat together at lunch and things. I would say that uh, I didn't really know what the meaning was to be and Mm -hmm. just, and identify as until I was like, I wanna say uh, 15. And then I came out at 16 and I don't think she's that... so young for so many yeah. of us,
0: like my Lincoln and myself, I know not to take away. That's amazing. I love that.
1: Yeah. So when I was 17, I actually openly had a boyfriend that I held his hand in the hallway at school and stuff. And, uh, you I held didn't... his hand. Yeah. Did and
0: anybody give you shit or anything? They Did really you take him
1: to the prom. They didn't, uh, we didn't go to prom. We were very like, he was a very, uh, how do you say it? Like uh, the type of boyfriend that doesn't want you to sleep over anyone's house and just wanted to do everything together and nothing that was including groups or anything. So we went on a lot of weekend trips to the mountains and camping and just all kinds of stuff that was just him and I together. And, so adult of you two. So back mountain, I can't Yeah, <laughs> And he was yes. uh, one year older than me. So that was actually... I. I met him in the summer of moving to a new high school, so I was actually the new kid at school, and had a boyfriend that was a senior, and I was a junior. Oh
0: my god, I'm living for this story, and I can't believe I'm you're like my BFF, and I didn't even know this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Andy was a redhead too, which is, if anyone knows me, it's so uh, different from what I've dated in the past. But yeah, that was my first experience, and to your question of the bullying, I didn't really see a lot of bullying. Uh, People did have things to say. But the people that hung out in uh, my friend group specifically just uh, had the kind of, uh, if they were asked if they were gay, or you'd just say, like, do you want to go out on a date? And we didn't really concern it with people that weren't interested or just weren't gay and were just asking. So in a way we kind of shut down the bullying, at least to us specifically, because if you say that you are, there's no conversation after that. So there really wasn't anything to be made fun of or discuss once we were confident in the fact that we were gay and open about it. Real quick one last
0: because we had to move on, but real quick one last question. I know that you and your father you took you a while to come out to him. Sorry not to put you on blast here, but did you did he know about this boyfriend at the time?
1: Uh, he kind of knew, but it was in that realm of like, we're not going to talk about it. Right. Now he's so chill and has come around a lot. But then it was kind of like, oh, I'm going out on for the weekend and I'll be home on Sunday. And it was just kind of like something that we didn't discuss, but he did know. It's just fascinating. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Did you feel wow. you
2: wanted to discuss it more with him?
1: I didn't at the time because I didn't feel I felt like it was my first serious relationship. So I was learning about myself and didn't feel like it was something I needed to discuss with anyone. Right. But now, I if I dated anyone, I would definitely feel like he needed to be to meet them and be a part of their life as well. Got it. Fascinating. I love it.
0: I love it. You know, these numbers probably could, as this Kareth conran researcher talked about, uh, about the Gallup poll, could probably be even greater people that identify as LGBT. But there's so many stories out there that I can understand why so many across the country may or may not, including this next story on a KFC employee. Funny, I used to call it Kentucky Fried Chicken, but it's KFC employee was fired after yelling homophobic slurs at a gay couple and essentially a gay couple, uh, um, a, one of them worked for DoorDash and he had his boyfriend in the passenger seat and they were, went up to the window, uh, in somewhere outside of Illinois in Illinois, excuse me. And When the person opened the door, the scene unfolded in the drive-through at the KFC on South 6th Street in Springfield. The man behind the wheel said he was picking up a DoorDash order and it turned into a full-blown verbal match. On Wednesday night, Lee Walls was driving with his boyfriend, Joshua Gardner, and Gardner's little brother. And essentially, uh, they were picking up, like I said, the food. when the Walls said he motioned his hand like hold on i'm waiting to indicating he needed a second since he was on the phone with customer service of doordash just to Mm -hmm. confirm an order wall said the woman at behind she react behind the kfc reacted by saying hold on i know this motherfucker did not just put his hand up at me okay i don't think he was doing it because like you know calm, calm down girl (laughs) <laughs> and that's when Garner grabbed his phone and started recording the inter- interaction, so the boyfriend. And the video is pretty bad. They they just started to get very angry very quickly, Walsh said. It seemed like everyone was taking turns to come to the window and yell at us. During the confrontation, the KFC employee, identified as Peyton Burke started hurling homophobic slurs at the couple. I mean, he said things like faggot and and all this stuff. And they weren't even saying they were gay. He just assumed and went on. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just sat there and took that. Garner said, we should have never had to take anything like that. It just really sucks because I regret not standing up for myself. And I regret not doing something more. Oh, I can relate to that when I've been in situations where you didn't do maybe what you wanted to do in your mind. Um, So there's stories like that. There's, uh, there's stories like with, We didn't talk about it last week, but the Equality Act passed. And there's a new anti-LGBTQ coalition calling the Equality Act a threat to children. And it's led by And they were talking all about it at, Lincoln, what's the thing, Q... CPAC or, or C-Pack. what? CPAC. <laughs> Not that it's in America, but two gay men were kissing on a Mexico beach in Tulum recently, and they were arrested by homophobic cops. No way. Released after crowds flared up in protest. Two gay men were just taken into custody by a heavily armed policeman in Mexico for kissing on a public beach The cops were, however, forced to release the men as a huge crowd flared up in protest against their detention. And I watched the video and you'll see all these uh, lovely Mexicans were like not having it. And as per reports, the incident happened at a beach in Tulum and... More people just kept on gathering and demanded that the men be immediately released from custody. And some people in the crowd chanted, I am gay too, expressing solidarity with the two detainees and denouncing the actions of the cops. So I guess the reason I bring up these three stories, separate stories, based on A, the Equality Act passing, B, a new Gallup poll, which says that more people identify as LGBT. When you hear stories like this, Lincoln, about, you know, it's still not safe. What are your first thoughts? I mean, is it, do you think there's more people out there that probably are would identify, but we're still seeing more and more of this? Probably. I mean, I,
2: I get, I don't know what to say anymore. I get more and more disappointed every day, it feels like. You know, I still want to say that there is middle of the road conservatives that don't want to throw gays in prison and don't want the the environment to completely outdo human beings that are somewhere in the middle of the road that don't tr- support Trump, that support gay rights because they do see them as equal rights. And maybe they also don't want people to have abortions, but that you know that i don't know i don't i truly don't know anymore i thought that as a world we were more in the middle i still in my heart of hearts believe that we are but it seems like the focus is so on the fringe or mm-hmm. situations like this happen that just prove my my optimism <clears throat> to not be true it's just heartbreaking cuz i wanted i wanted things to be more equal in my lifetime Mm-hmm. And for me to be able to enjoy it. I wanted to the air to get cleaner and the water to get cleaner in my lifetime. And for me to enjoy it for the bulk of my life. And it just feels like we just keep stepping back. I don't know. I really don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting with all what we talked about, Jeremy, on, you know, numbers of people identifying as... And here you're talking about years ago, you were walking in your hallways of your school, which often that's where bullying, I think, happens. And Mm -hmm. I love that you were so um, open about your sexuality then. Here is a story about gay men kissing in Mexico recently, and they're arrested. Do you think a lot of this hatred has just been bubbling over and the last four years with the last administration has just maybe we're really seeing people's true colors or maybe the last four years have just given people sort of the OK and the license to act out, not just on gays, but on, you know, Black Lives Matters, Asians, we're seeing an increase. Do you think it has something to do with that?
1: I do. I definitely don't think it's helped. I mean, I think that uh people will always have their own opinion. And I think that there are so many different ways of expressing it that don't need to be violent. And I, I've always come from a place of, if I don't like something, I just don't entertain it. Uh, That's with people and, and pop culture and just most things in general, I really don't take the time to engage if it's something that doesn't interest me. And I just don't understand. I get it's my point of view, but I just don't know why people can't try and practice that. It's so much simpler and it's so much easier to do that. And I just can't believe that someone can be on vacation and kissing their significant other. And that bothers cops. Like I just don't authorities. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see how they don't have anything better to do. And it's just really pathetic and sad. And like Lincoln said, it just puts us like back to square one. It's like, are we going forward or are we taking a few steps forward and then double the steps back it it's just disheartening and it, it's really sad and just people waste a lot of time on really ridiculous things and letting things concern them that has nothing to do with them and a lifestyle that they don't choose so i mean if it's not your lifestyle you just go on with yours and i just don't get why it can't be that simple for many other people
0: Amen. I mean, it's so exhausting. I think there's what we're all kind of, in a lot of ways saying, I think with so much going on in the world. And again, not saying that word that we're not going to talk about today. But (laughs) it's kind of like, wow, really, guys, pick your battles. This is these. Yeah. So it's good news, I think, on the more people identifying, but there's still way more work to be done. It's your buddy, Steve V, letting you know that every Wednesday night, hump day, we are live with Tags Live. Myself, Steve V, and my co-host Cody Maurice Doggett have a fun, interactive time on tags live on the get vocal platform it's every wednesday night at 6 p.m pacific time 9 p.m eastern standard time on the get vocal platform you can go to get v o k l forward slash channel forward slash tags live This show is so jam-packed every week with more fun hot gay sex topics and our special weekly segment entitled Vulnerable Voices. This is where we go deeper, and the best part of all of this is that it's truly interactive. So you guys get to weigh in on the conversation, give us your feedback, but you can also ask questions to us. The whole thing is video-based. It's so much fun. It's every Wednesday, Tags Live, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Myself and Cody Marie Staugette, often with special guests, join us. Go to getvocalvokl.com forward slash channel forward slash Tags Live. We hope to see you there this Wednesday. There is a sex therapist, though, that caught my eye, and he says that straight men can have sex with men and, quote, not be gay in a new TikTok video. So this sex therapist has explained why he thinks some straight men have sex with gay men, despite his theory sparking a furious debate online. So in a series of videos shared on TikTok that have cracked up millions of views, sex expert Dr. Joe Court argues that, "quote When straight oh, men saw
1: him, you saw him, yeah, yeah, I saw that video. Are you on TikTok, by the way? I am, but I literally just have it to watch like straight guys fondle their own big asses, and I <laughs> well, really then don't. maybe this is
0: <laughs> well, we all have I don't our reasons. <laughs> TikTok, and I feel." I'm on Clubhouse though, so I feel a little okay on that. I am on one thing, but I'm not on yeah. TikTok. But... all right, so but when straight, he says when straight men have sex with men, it's not a gay thing; it's a guy thing. And also, in general, men have more transactional sex with one another. In general, women don't. He said, uh, "Men quote have objectified sex where it's just about the act; it's just about getting." off it's caused a lot of controversy like people are like what no they're gay i actually happen to agree with him in that i do think that men are i could for example if i really wanted to take a bluetooth which is one of our sponsors which would make my dick hard and i could probably have sex with a woman i have recently told you guys to your Astonishment that I watch straight porn sometimes. So I mean, I probably could. I've learned more about the vagina than I care to share with you two on this show. <laughs> thanks. Save it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. By <laughs> the don't way, do I don't, it. Don't, I don't
2: go learn there. Straight porn either. I totally get that. I, so, I what are your thoughts then, Lincoln, about the this too.
0: doctor? Do you agree with him?
2: Well, I just think if you're enjoying having sex with another guy, or you're, I guess if it's transactional, you're not technically under the heading of being gay because you're doing it for money and you took a pill to get through it that's a little bit of brain damage to me in the long run i mean if you do that for i'm big on this well, so don't yeah, let that freak anybody out they, but i think if you
0: no one said they're taking pills though i said okay. i could but just yeah just I like for the I sake think of if the story yeah
2: okay if you're having sex with another guy and you get off of it and it's exciting Once you come, the magic is over and you move on with your life. If you're having identity issues, that's kind of a a separate question, but you're Mm -hmm. you're doing a gay activity. It's just a title. It's just a a, – if I have sex with a woman tomorrow, it doesn't mean I walk around with the straight thing in my – you know, a, a letter on my chest saying I'm so now that
0: straight. it sounds like you agree with him. Yeah, yeah,
2: like I'm okay with have sex with whoever you have sex with and have a good time. Just make sure you're not hurting anyone, unless that's what they're into. Because some people like a little bit of pain during mm-hmm. sex, and that's okay but too. As
0: we've all talked about, that's yeah. As long the as, previous, as it's um... a,
2: exactly as long as it's a consenting adult and and you like to do something that's fine with me I, I think the person having the problem with the gay title is the problem you know what i mean
0: yeah i do and we all actually. love the label
2: stuff but again we do I'm very big about the brain damage thing like if if you love if you enjoy i'm not sure
0: what you mean by brain damage you're not though. sure yeah
2: okay so if you enjoy doing something and then you do it but then afterwards, you beat yourself up that you shouldn't have done that, and that was wrong, and that goes okay. again, and blah, blah And then you okay, and then you settle down, and then you come back, and you do it all again, and you do that over and over and over. I do think that you that self-imposed brain damage that you keep beating yourself up over something that
0: which is- I actually literally used to do as a kid.
2: Precisely, a lot um. of people do that. Like they they. Um, I used to try and get the body that I thought my boyfriend wanted and I would try and work out hard and do certain things to get the body that my boyfriend wants. And then if he didn't want to have sex with me, and we're not talking about Peter here, by the way, this no, is like no. good 20 years ago, if he didn't want to have sex with me or if he looked at another guy that had a body that I was trying to obtain for myself I would put myself down and beat myself up that I wasn't good enough. And that just took jabs at my self-esteem that was already not necessarily on a high note. And, And over time, that for me caused this body morphia brain damage thing that I've had to work through the older I get.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, our other co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett, said at one point we were talking about not being your authentic self in a relationship on Tags Live recently. And he said that he would, for a long time, he thought his boyfriend, again, not recently, thought he wanted his hair straight, Cody's hair straight. So Cody would straighten his kinky <laughs> hair in because he thought that his boyfriend liked that and he didn't want to lose this boyfriend at the time. And he realizes how that sounds now. And when it came up to the boyfriend, the boy was like, no, don't do that. I like the way you look now. And I, I can relate to that. And mine happened to do when I didn't, was when I was a kid and I didn't want to be gay and because of the c- Catholicism and such. I used to. Rem- I have visual images of banging my head on like my bed to try and get the gayness out of me. Well, of course, that didn't happen. And so you can see the levels that we can go. It's mm-hmm. interesting, Jeremy, because you know about this Dr. Court. He also is quoted as saying he believes that quote sexual behavior doesn't determine sexual orientation, as we've been stating. And quote, if I'm never sexual another day in my life. I'm still a gay man. So, I mean, I guess, what are your thoughts when you hear? Do you What do you think about that? Because you and I have hung out before with many of a dancer and they can go to kind of far extremes. But at the end of the day, would you agree with me or disagree with me that many of them go home to girlfriends and they really are straight?
1: So I don't, I think, uh, and I'm hoping that eventually we get to a place where sexual orientation doesn't really matter because in in my own opinion I just don't dwell on it and I don't and ultimately care unless I'm sleeping with the person and I want to get to the bottom of it but in everyday life I think the the label and the and the <coughs> compartmentalizing is really unnecessary mm. and I do think that they can be straight or be gay or whatever and I do think that the sex can be transactional <laughs> but i also think it really doesn't matter what they want to be they could date a woman and then date a man and then date two men and i don't know it's just i does I it matter that, though if you're involved <laughs> with them i think if you're involved with them it helps to get to a point where they know what they want because if that's not you then clearly that's not going to work out yeah for the relationship but Other than that, I don't see it as a big hang up or something that's really a pressing issue to know about just another individual. I hear you. All right. Um, We have time for one quick
0: topic. So it's going to be a little bit quicker on this last one, but I want to really get to it because it really caught my eye on a lot of different reasons kind of related to what we were talking about throughout the whole show. But Demi Lovato is taking a stand for trans people. And so the 28 year old pop star took to Instagram to share a post called why gender reveals are transphobic. She said yesterday in her Twitter account, she reposted the images from trans activists and that helped to explain how gender reveal parties are transphobic and do more harm than you might think. Quote, this is not about being politically correct. It's about being correct. The refusal to acknowledge this stems from a misunderstanding of what transphobia is. The caption reads, Transphobia is not just prejudice or violence against an individual trans person. It is a belief system that presumes non-trans people to be more natural than trans people. Only individual people can self-determine their gender. That last statement, only individual people can self-determine their gender it's both insincere and incorrect to pretend that gender reveal parties are not transphobic the post which features graphics she put on there she got a lot of pushback from people saying everything from you're taking this way too far it's not that serious (laughs) to actually challenging her on what she was actually stating um I actually kind of agree with Demi Lovato on this one 100%. And I also think that, uh, you know, to piggyback off, but the reason why it caught my eye was because recently I was reading about a father that died in a gender reveal. As So, in other words, there was a recent New York father that There's all I didn't even know what gender reveal parties were. It's it's kind of (laughs) like this whole thing, like you really didn't (laughs) okay. Two things on this. I'm just gonna state try and be as concise as I can. That also when people get married, so a lot of people, you guys, are doing these things called engagement parties. So they get engaged and there's a whole engagement party before all the other things happen. I'm like, what the fuck? Now we gotta go to an engagement, we gotta get you. Gifts for an fucking engagement party. It's so bullshit to me. I know I'm being extra. I know. I don't care. It's how I feel. I think it's... I don't even believe... Marriage to me is just like, we get it. Let's just go to the freaking wedding, which I don't (laughs) even want to go to anyways, but I'll get you your gift and go. I think some of this stuff on this, it's like gender reveal parties. Like, now we have to go to one of those parties uh-uh. And thank you, Demi Lovato. I agree. I think it's transphobic. I don't know, Jeremy. What are your thoughts on this?
1: I don't... I have never seen the reasoning behind a gender reveal. I just don't find it necessary. But I know that people get really excited about it. And all, all everyone that I know that's had a baby has done one. And there's just a lot of hype behind it. And it is... To me, it seems like a newer thing because I know that my parents didn't do it back in the day. And uh, it's on top of having like a baby shower as well. So I I just don't understand how it's not like you pick and choose which one you want to have and not have. And I also, I don't know, it's just, it seems, I I kind of agree with her as well with the whole topic of (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) because the reality is what if that, I think the reason it's transphobic and actually the woman, there's a different story. I don't have it in front of me, but there's a different story of the original, one of the original people that created all of this, this woman is actually denouncing it because she realizes how outdated it sounds because now she doesn't even want anything. She was the one that actually... Created this whole terminology, I believe, according to a story I read. But she's saying, Who's to say that your child, that, okay, they had a penis in the gender that they looked in the charts, or they had a vagina, that what if they don't wanna be like shares, you know, chastity? They don't wanna be that gender, and you're just mm-hmm. doing this whole party. It's all for you. And the last thing I'll say before we get to you, Lincoln, on it is that there's been so many controversies with these parties people are doing huge literally explosive type parties where they create these explosive devices that I guess yeah, it started somehow, a huge you know,
2: fire in California with one of them.
0: Yes, right. right. And a guy, uh, a father died, yeah. y'all, the other day doing one of these <laughs> when his brother tried to help him create this whole thing that was going to be like larger than life and it blew up and it literally blew up in his face. He died Never got to meet his child. So somebody's going to try and tell me this is a good idea? Uh Uh-uh. I don't know, Lincoln. What are your thoughts? I
2: completely disagree with everything you guys have said. (laughs) What else (laughs) is new, right? I just think it's taking things too far. First of all, if you're someone who doesn't really care for weddings and the big parties, like you said, you don't, Steve. You don't. Marriage is what it is, and it's not important to you. Okay. No, it's
0: important to me, just not the hoopla.
2: Okay. Then you should probably have a wedding that has no hoopla. Correct. But leave the people who want the hoopla to have their hoopla. Like, Correct. get out of my bedroom. So you can't have it. But when people are dying. that's People are not dying over gender reveal parties. That's like. They actually four, are. We have stories okay, here to show. Four people that they are. are, but four million people are doing. Just because people do things poorly and have an accident. Mm-hmm. Does not mean okay, you're completely I get kill. That. So, okay, I hear you on that. Let's also can you talk about the thing about what saying that this is transphobic to want to celebrate that you're having a baby boy or you're having a baby girl. That baby boy and girl can turn into whoever they want, but to be to celebrate the birth of your child between two adults.
0: If and, you put a period on that sentence that you're saying right now, I would totally live for it. It's the gender part that you're about to continue on with that is, may a, turn out to be not that gender. So and you might be eating your words later. Like, why did we do that damn party I just, and spend okay, all that again, damn I money? Disagree.
2: When I was young, like in high school, maybe a sophomore in high school, my aunt had a Halloween party. And we all went to this Halloween, this is way before, you say this woman invented gender reveal parties. This has been done way before this woman was even alive. So when I was a sophomore in high school, we went to this Halloween party at my aunt Christine's. It was really fun. She happened to be dressed as a rabbit and no one really caught on until we cut the cake and there was a little, uh, a plastic baby in the cake and they revealed they were having a baby. Now they did not say if it was a boy or a girl. Okay, no one choked what we're on it, but but still, it. Again, I now maybe if some people are doing gender reveal parties and they're handing out cigars and footballs and baseballs because it's a boy and that's the kind of boy that that boy is going to be. Still, they're right. They're a parent. It's de- okay. I don't she, think they're your point, actively It's being, definitely they're on, right. It's finish. definitely they're right. Hang on. I don't think they're actively saying, I don't want a trans child.
0: No. That's where I point, lose Debbie Lovato she, at the moment. She Okay. And I think it's more an awareness factor. And when we know better to quote your w- woman that you always do. When we know um, better, we do, we do better. better, but I don't think... And so when we know better, it's like, why, it's, doesn't it, I think to me, just for the reason I agree with her, it's it seems outdated, and it's, I agree to your point, I don't think that these people well, that throw these parties maybe when pressed they might not be so conservative and anti trans or anything they're just wanting they want to think, celebrate their kid you want to yeah i think taking it to the step when we know a little bit more and more more aware of a little bit more trans rights and and the trans community has come way more into our lgbt more than ever before i'm learning every day just by living and then doing this show. And I think when we know a little bit more and when we're sensitive to the lifestyles of what it means to be LGBT, (laughs) I think we start to have a, a little bit more awareness. I agree with you. I don't, I'm not saying, and I don't think, I'm not accusing any of these parents that they would then be, oh, no, I don't want. It's just I think it seems like maybe it's time to put those to bed and and just celebrate that we have a healthy baby. Well, but wait a minute, Steve. First of all, let's just see how they flourish. uh,
2: Well, yes, but I've I've literally given this four minutes of thought, but correct me if I'm wrong, probably when it started or when it's there, you know, like we're going to have a boy. What does that mean? He carries on the family name. He's going to, right? We're going to have a girl. What does that mean? She's going to be able to carry on the name with more kids. So mm-hmm. this is stuff. No,
0: allegedly. And, and none because of that if they did stuff, that to my, but that's all alleged. That's dumb. That's outdated.
2: I don't, I think that they can go hand in hand. I think, well, if they gonna,
0: did that with my family and they did it to my sister, it wouldn't have. She didn't have kids and didn't want kids, and defied all. Well, but ours. that's just And, the and if celebration did, they did it to me, to hearing the name, they also made the wrong mistake with me because I turned out to be gay and I don't want, you know. So I just think, let's just let our kids be kids. I hear you, though, Lincoln. We got to run. Um, okay. Great, excellent point, you guys. I love the fiery conversation.
2: Ooh, can I just say one note that's completely <laughs> yes. off the beat and all that? I just want everyone to know tomorrow night or tonight, because this airs on Tuesday is the 25-year anniversary of Rent. And Rent, when it opened on Broadway, changed the lives of gay men and drug addiction and HIV and going to therapy in a group setting to help people get through the AIDS crisis in the 80s in New York. You can go on to New York Theatre Workshop, Rent 25-year anniversary, sign up, get your ticket. You could play it live on Tuesday or you could play it on demand all the way up to March 7th, I believe it is. So you don't have to watch it on Tuesday. Or if you're listening to this podcast a little bit later, you can still go online. It's only, I think, $25 a ticket. And I was doing a little research and Rent single-handedly kept... New York Theatre Workshop Alive. It's still in the East Village, and it is a laboratory for new theatre and young theatre in New York. It's one of the only ones that's still around. So if you can give 25 or 50 or 100 bucks, You could see they're going to do a whole Jonathan Larson retrospective and Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs and Daphne Rubin-Vega and all of them. Correct me if
0: I'm wrong. Did they not re-sing the song recently for the 500,000 deaths to kind of commemorate? And Yeah, yeah. that
2: was part of the, you're right. That was part of the 500,000 deaths for COVID. But now this is just directly, If if Broadway was still going, it would be a live performance at like, um, one of the hall, you know, a town hall or something like that in New York, but instead it's online, online and everyone can enjoy it and contribute to it.
0: I love it. So important. Thank you for that. Sure. I really appreciate that. And you can follow Lincoln at his protein bakery at protein bakery, correct? Yep.
2: And at mad Lincoln for the personal one
0: and followed. Thank you, Jeremy as well for the fiery and lovely conversation today. Follow Jeremy at J Ross Lopez, J Ross Lopez on Instagram and follow us at tags podcast all over on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at tags podcast. In the meantime, wear your masks. Continue washing your hands, but keep it sexy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much.